Thank you for joining us on Comedy Co-Pilots. I'm Erin Lynn. And I'm Jocelyn Mann. And this week we're doing MASH. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, MASH is on CBS from 1972 to 1983. And it is an acronym for Mobile Army Surgical Hospital. Um, and the show was developed by Larry Gelbart as the first original spinoff series adapted from the 1970 feature film MASH, uh, which in turn was based on Richard Hooker's 1968 novel MASH, a novel about three army doctors. <laughs> This was a novel? That's interesting. <laughs> Started as a novel, became a movie, became a TV show. <laughs> wow. What a journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was set during the Korean War. And the theme song is an instrumental-only version of Suicide is Painless, uh, which was the uh, original film's theme song. Um and <laughs> funny I was like why is it called suicide is painless yeah. and I guess in the movie there's a scene where they needed a stupid song and like the you know the music wasn't stupid but the lyrics were <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, and like uh, Robert Altman I think he tried to write the lyrics but um, they weren't stupid enough so he had his 14-year-old son write them. <laughs> oh, perfect. There's nothing like 14-year-old stupid. You know? <laughs> and then uh, I guess they kind of liked the song, so they made it the credit. <laughs> <laughs> An instrumental version, of course, yeah. but yes. So, um, yeah, so the theme song is the instrumental only version of Suicide is Painless. Um and the show was created after an attempt to film the original book sequel, MASH Goes to Maine, failed. Uh, and the TV series is, best, is the best known of the MASH works and one of the highest rated shows in television history. And it's traditionally viewed as a comedy, but many episodes had a more serious tone. Um. And also the early seasons aired while the Vietnam War is still in progress. So the show is kind of walking a fine line between commenting on the war while at the same time not seeming like they're protesting against it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, the show is nominated for over 100 Emmys and won 14. And it has two spinoffs, After MASH, and Trapper John, MD. After MASH is a great pun, <laughs> I have to say. I don't think that show is good, but, or that's mm-hmm. a bit I've heard, but we'll, shame. We might it's a do great it. title. <laughs> yeah. We might do it, so we'll yeah. see. Um, season one, episode one is just called Pilot. And the Hula description is Hawkeye writes a letter home to his father and describes the 
4077's antics, including a raffle to send a Korean houseboy to the States. And uh, we began in Korea, 1950. And we see the people on the, the mobile unit doing various activities like Hawkeye and Trevor John are hitting golf balls at landmines. I think Kojon, their houseboy, is there too. Um, two people look like they're doing surgery, but they're just trying to get a champagne bottle open. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy's hap- uh, napping and crossing himself in his sleep. I think that ends up being Father Mulcahy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two people are reading books but playing footsie I think that ends up being Burns and uh, Hula Hand yeah. <clears throat> and some are throwing a football around and that's Radar uh, he, he catches the football and then he looks up and he says here they come and someone says they don't hear anything and he says wait for it and then we see the credits and uh, helicopters are flying in and people are running to help and women are leaving the men's quarters and mm-hmm. uh, they're loading patients onto trucks. And after the credits, we get Hawkeye doing surgery while uh, hearing the voiceover of a letter he wrote his dad. And he said, uh, he says in the letter that his dad thought he sounded callous about his job. So he'll try to put it another way. They're just trying to keep their patients in good enough shape to travel and get the rest of the care they need. They aren't dainty. They do par surgery, like in golf. Par for the course, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, then we're out of that voiceover part and Hawkeye starts hitting on his colleagues. <laughs> yep. And he asks one to play doctor after surgery. And then one's like mopping his forehead of sweat and he's like telling her to back up or he'll have to cut around her B cups. <laughs> like, <"Ooh>, okay. <laughs> I thought I was supposed to like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it cut between like some like very serious like letter home <laughs> about like the casualties <laughs> of war to some like very like not even good jokes, but just like crude jokes. <laughs> just like oh, I gotta be close. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so then uh, Burns, uh, the uh, another doctor in the room, he throws his equipment down and he says, that's not what he says. That's what he asked for, but that's not what he needs or something. <laughs> not what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And I think it's Houlihan who's saying that too. I'm like, Houlihan, girl. Okay. <laughs> Um, get him, give him what he wants, not what he asked for. And Hawkeye tells uh, Hulahan to put a clamp on his mouth. 
and they continue surgery and then afterwards burns confronts hawkeye about his behavior as an officer and a medical man and hawkeye is like i'm only an officer because i foolishly opened an invitation from president truman and you don't get to not be drafted if you just don't open the letter (laughs) (laughs) and uh he said that if he's he's seriously questioning his abilities as a doctor, he'll challenge him to a duel. And Trapper John walks by and says, swords or pits- pistols? <laughs> and Hawkeye says, specimen bottles at 20 paces. And um, Burns says there are ladies present. Inexplicably. Like, yeah. I- <laughs> Don't understand why. <laughs> Can't talk about duels in front of ladies. <laughs> They'll faint? You know, they're like just in surgery? I don't know. I don't like, know. What? <laughs> the ladies uh, around happen to be combat nurses. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe specimen bottles is like a dirty joke. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. But then Hawkeye says, uh, uh, sorry to see, he says, sorry, baby, to Houlihan. And she corrects him with major. And he says, sorry, major baby. And Byrne says that Hawkeye and Trapper John are a disgrace to the unit. And. Hawkeye's like, oh, I just did 12 hours of surgery. I'm allowed to be sexist. No, he doesn't say that. Because <laughs> he's tired. Uh, <laughs> he needs rest. <laughs> and isn't Burns tired after all the malpractice he put in? Which is kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> and then Houlihan dismisses them. And they go back to the bunk and they greet Ho John. And they, uh, ugh. And then Trapper John talks about making a woman take off all her clothes to examine her tonsils. And I was like, yeah, that's really <laughs> like, like before it's like, okay, you're just making terrible, like, stupid jokes. And that's like, no, that's, that's really bad. That one. <laughs> I couldn't get past that for yeah. like a while. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, because then right after that I was like looking up the character's name that tells them goodnight and I found out his name was Spear Chucker I know I heard they call him that Like, yeah like, later oh, later yeah. they call him that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, woo and this is supposed to be the best show yeah ever? okay I'm like I don't know whether that's really his name or if that's his nickname, but like I don't know which is it's worse. His you know? It's his nickname, but okay. that's yeah. That's but it's bad. like either way. <laughs> why did why did oh no? <laughs> so uh so as I said, his name is Jones. I'm gonna call him Jones. He tells them good night. And then um he saw something about Something about 1967. I don't know what he's. I I didn't get that. He's like wake me up in 1967, like because it's 1950, so that would be 17 years later. I don't know. Yeah. 
And then Hojon <laughs> brings uh, Hawkeye and Chopper John drinks. And Hawkeye says, one day they'll invite, they'll throw out all the guns and they'll invite the people from the north and the south in there for a cocktail party and the last man standing wins the war. And Radar comes in and brings in the mail and Chopper John doesn't want to open it. And Hawkeye says, why? They can't draft you again. (laughs) And Chopper John says, it's bad news for my wife. She still loves me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She thinks he was sent there like on a conspiracy so that he could cheat. (laughs) Then Hawkeye's like, isn't that isn't that true? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, what? (laughs) How is that true? (laughs) I mean, I guess they're joking, but I was like, yeah. Um then Hawkeye reads his letter and he calls Hojon over because it's from Dean Lodge from his alma mater. And he will accept Hojon into the school in the fall if he can get there and pay $1,000 tuition. Oh, how gracious. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Hojon's all excited and goes to tell his parents and uh, Trapper John wonders where they'll get a thousand dollars, and Hawkeye's like, "Well, it's more like two thousand <laughs> with like transportation and mm-hmm. everything." And he said that his parent he'll stay with his parents, so that's settled. Um, and Trapper John, oh god! <laughs> then he turns to, turns to Joan and says, "We we should sell him in his sleep." <laughs> <sighs> just a truly awful joke <laughs> what <laughs> oh, and then and he like goes on to be a serious doctor on a like different show yeah. like ew yeah um. <laughs> I don't know it's like it's also like that's the only I guess it's not the old, but it's pretty much the only joke that we see of the Jones character for like the whole episode. It's like really <laughs> that was the whole yeah. yeah. And then Hawkeye's like he's wondering what the people around there want, and Trapper John says to go home or to Tokyo, um, and also sex. <laughs> And then Hawkeye says, Radar can print up tickets and TJ can make a sign and they'll raffle off a trip for two to Tokyo with a nurse. And then we see uh, this guy named Blake and he calls for Radar, but Radar's already there. And Radar gives him papers to sign and he like signs they're like very in sync like radar knows like his every move yep. and um hawkeye and, and trapper john arrive and they ask blake for two weekend passes from him for their raffle plan and he's he's like not really trusting them but he says it seems like a good cause and he asks which nurse and <laughs> Hawkeye says they haven't asked her yet, but Lieutenant Dish. 
And then there's a montage of him sexually harassing her in various places. Yeah. <laughs> and her saying she's engaged. Yeah, and please stop. <laughs> and pushing him away. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, ha, 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 ha. This is hilarious. <laughs> and... um we see Burns and Houlihan spying on uh, uh, Hawkeye kissing Lieutenant Dish's neck and saying he, he needs a favor. And then uh, later, Hawkeye and Trapper John are counting the money uh, that they've gotten so far. And Hawkeye thinks that he's going to win the raffle. And he, uh, Trapper John says they only have 600 so far. And um, Hawkeye, uh, go, he goes into Burns' Bible. And then I guess he's going to try to find money I, to pay. Yeah, for, it was like his lo- locker or whatever. <laughs> his cubby. <Yeah. laughs> and Burns comes in and catches him. And he starts freaking out. And he's like, I've had enough. And they've corrupted Ho-John. And they've turned this place into a brothel. And he starts, like, running around and messing up their things. And he says they've also turned it into a distillery. And he picks up the gin mill. And Trapper John threatens him if he drops it. And then he runs around them and he just, like, throws it to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, oops, I didn't know it was going to break. What you think was going to (laughs) happen? And they're like, that's okay. And then they put a bag on his head and like throw him out of the tent. Just some great I'm like, that's not, that's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> that's like not <laughs> proportionate. Yeah. He like broke something that looked like either hard to make or hard to buy. Yeah, looked pretty valuable. <laughs> yeah. Um, so later Hawkeye is complaining about sharing a tent with a guy who thinks he's all 12 disciples oh, to Blake. <laughs> <laughs> and Blake said, yeah, that's what's so like frustrating about this show because it is well written and well made. It was very nice to look at. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. Some parts of it. so sexy. Yeah. I'm like, some parts of it, I'm like, oh, I want to enjoy this. But other parts of it, I'm like, oh, why can't you let me enjoy this? You know? <laughs> We were having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Blake says he has to do something or Burns will report them to Hammond. So he's taking back the passes and they can forget about the party and the raffle. And he's also glad the party is canceled because he has to go to Seoul to see Hammond and he'd be gone. And they're like, they like look at each other like, ooh. And then they are seeing Blake off in the helicopter when Radar gives hel- uh, Hawkeye the passes. And he, I guess he had Blake sign them because Blake thought he was ordering a bunch of ice cream. <laughs> and uh, they're walking back when there's an announcement and it says that everyone will be confined to duty in the admitting ward tomorrow night and all other activities are canceled. There will be no exceptions. And this is by order of the acting commanding officer, Major Frank Burns. Who left him in charge? And, 
and they see him walking by all smug and Hawkeye picks up like a brick or a rock or something (laughs) and Houlihan's like put it down and then he throws it at the speaker which has been playing happy days are here again (laughs) this whole time and then the next morning Burns enters the medical tent and everyone is being nice to him and Hawkeye's like, oh, come listen to this guy's chest. It's so weird. And he goes over to listen to it. And they drug him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they drag him into a bed. <laughs> wrap his face in gauze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Hawkeye's like, drug him every hour on the hour. Yeah, this is not a, an like, abuse what? of medical supplies at all. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, so later, everyone is heading to the party and they're all dressed like weirdos. I don't know. What's the theme here? <laughs> I guess this is we're on it's an like, army base and this is what we could find, I guess. Yeah, it's like whatever we have that looks weird. Yeah. <laughs> that ha- That's colorful and... <laughs> We can put it on over our uniform. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Lieutenant Dish says that Hawkeye hasn't told her how she'll get out of going away with the winner. Which she never she... consented to this contest. It seems like how because like if she doesn't want to go away with the winner, <laughs> like that's the whole contest. <laughs> so what? Well, he probably told her from the beginning. Oh, there's some way you won't you won't have to have to do anything. Yeah. I guess, but still weird. I don't know. This is like 1970s Zach Morris. Yeah, like, this is like I was like, what the heck? This is so like shenanigans. But yeah. Anyway. So um, she and she has a feeling it's going to be him that wins the raffle and he's like you don't trust me and she's like not since the, she first found him in her sleeping bag. Okay. <laughs> and then he asked her to dance and she's like sure. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get away from you. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess just I'll just lean into it. <laughs> uh <laughs> And then Hulihan comes in and she's looking for Hawkeye and she's like, where's Burns? And Hawkeye says he went over to the enemy and they paid him $100 more and something about something else. I forgot. Yeah, (laughs) some sort of extra benefit that I couldn't understand. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, she says when she finds him, Hawkeye will be under arrest. And Hawkeye says there's a bunch of casualties on the way, and if he's under arrest, he won't work. And I'm like, really? That's how you're getting out of this? Yeah. <laughs> That's such a jerk move. Yeah. <laughs> also, you know there's going to be casualties on the way, and you're like having a party and drinking <laughs> while your fellow surgeon is drugged. Like, <laughs> like. All the surgeons are like incapacitated. Oh my god! Yeah, it's it's real bad. Mm-hmm. It paints like a really bad picture, yeah. of, like what the military is in 1950. Yeah. 
Woo. Um, so, uh, oh yeah, and he calls her hot lips, which she hates. And she leaves, and uh, Trapper John says that Hawkeye's living dangerously. And Hawkeye says, what can she do? And then we see Houlihan calling General Hammond. And we see him get the phone message from someone and a flashback of them kissing in like a doctor's office or something. (laughs) And he rushes to her phone call. And then Houlihan is looking for Burns and we see it's like intercut with scenes from the party. Like Radar's looking at the raffle tickets and I think the maybe the priest was drinking. Someone was drinking and they were like, whoa. Yeah, the priest <laughs> had one sip of a drink and was like going crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um uh Houlihan finds Burns in the I think she finds him in the medical I don't know where she finds him. It was dark. Yeah. And, <laughs> um but she can't see she doesn't know it's him. She just thinks it's like a patient in the medical tent, I think. And then uh we see Hawkeye announcing that they raised eight hundred eighteen hundred dollars for Hojan and Hojan's really happy and then Houlihan is about to give this uh, patient a shot, and then I don't know. She sees his butt or something. Yeah, and she recognizes <laughs> she's like, it. <laughs> she's like I recognize it, Burns or George? Or, wait, no, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> I don't recognize him. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so then we see Radar looking like he like realizes something. I guess because he knew that he heard the helicopter coming and uh, Hawkeye says the raffle is about to happen and then the helicopter lands and Radar greets them and he has a bedpan on his head (laughs) for some reason they never explain why I guess it's (laughs) party like (laughs) thing (laughs) but did he have it on his head in the scene No. Did he put it on his head to go greet? Exactly. Like it like, would have made sense. Like if he, if it was like a lampshade thing, like on his head at the party. But I, he did not have it on his head at the party. <laughs> <laughs> so then Hawkeye calls up Lieutenant Dish to pull a name out of the bowl, and she reaches in, and one is stuck to the bottom, and Hawkeye is about to announce the winner. And he announces it's Father Mulcahy. And Lieutenant Dish is all happy. Mm-hmm. And then, Yeah, he rigged it so it would be uh, Father Mulcahy. Yeah. And Hammond says, did a priest just win a weekend in to- Tokyo with a nurse? And Hawkeye says, prayers come true. Who are-? And then they ask who he is. And he says, I'm Captain... What is his name? Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. And he says, What's your name? And he's like, What do you think the star means? (laughs) And he's like, That your Tinkerbell? And and I think that's when Blake is like, No, it's General Hammond. (laughs) And then Hawkeye's like, Oh, hi. 
Um, General Hammond says that he and Chopper John are under arrest. And um, then Houlihan is leading Burns back to the party. And he's still like all bandaged and out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Hawkeye is like, what are the charges? And uh, General Hammond says, going against orders by having this party and unsanctioned weekend passes. <laughs> and then Houlihan and Burns arrive and Hawkeye calls <laughs> Burns a mummy and Hammond says, oh yeah, he calls Houlihan hot. Yeah. And Houlihan says, Hawkeye and Tra- Trapper John are ruining the war for all of them. <laughs> this is a good line. <laughs> <laughs> Hammond tells Blake to go get his MPs. And he says that Hawkeye and Trapper John will be court-martialed right here. And Radar says, oh, wait for it. And then uh, Hawkeye says they're about to hear helicopters filled with Canadians and that uh, General Hammond can arrest them after they do their job. And then the announcement is made and everybody heads to the operating and admitting areas. And... Uh, I think Hawkeye looks at Hammond's nails and says they're dirty. (laughs) And then we see them doing a bunch of surgeries. And uh, they come out of the surgery tent and Hammond says he hasn't done that in a while. And Blake says uh, it really puts things in perspective or something. I don't know. And then (laughs) Blake calls for radar, but uh, he's right next to him again, as yep. always. And Hammond says, uh, "Those two maniacs are the best surgeons we've seen." <laughs> Which I guess so. I guess we're just supposed to believe that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "That's how they get out of this." That's a bad. Yeah. That's a bad uh, lesson. Yeah. To learn, <laughs> just be talented. You can do whatever yeah. you want. <laughs> um, and they made him feel like a horse doctor, <laughs> and he says not to lose them. And then uh, Blake's like, "Oh, are you leaving? I wanted to give you cigars." And the radar has the cigars, so he's like, "Oh, okay, cool." <laughs> Gives him the cigars, and Hammond leaves. And then Hawkeye and Tra- Chopper John come out, and they're handcuffed together. And they're like, oh, we were all ready to go. And Blake says Hammond was too impressed to arrest them. And he walks off. And Trapper John says, oh, we did it again. We screwed up in reverse. (laughs) And uh, Hawkeye's like, if we keep trying to keep people alive, we'll never get out of here. And then they start coming up with ways to get out of there like stop washing their hands and using rusty instruments yeah so it seems like like <laughs> so there's a sort of uh anti-war current to that it's like they want to get out of the war but they're too busy saving people because they're in the one part well they're in the one part of the army where you get to like save people instead of kill people <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah true 
so they can kill yeah. more. <laughs> um, and then um, they see two nurses and they try to talk to them, but they walk in different directions and the guys are still handcuffed mm-hmm. together. So, and then we pull out and it's the end of the episode. <laughs> and what did you think? <laughs> Well, I mean, I think we said this before that, like, there's parts of it that are really good, and I wanted to like it, like, as a whole, but there's just some part, other parts of it that are, like, just dated, and so that makes it hard to, to like it as much. Like, I, I would hope, like, if I, I remember watching, I've watched, I've seen this before, and I don't remember it being mm-hmm. as, like, sexist and racist as it clearly was, like, this time around, but I think this is because I was, like, younger and didn't realize or I don't or I don't know if it gets better in later seasons I don't know but like yeah so I mean there's parts of yeah well I do I do know that after about season five the tone really changed because like a lot of the comedy minded people left the show Mm -hmm. so it did become more of a drama with just like comedy uh, thrown in every now and again (laughs) so maybe yeah maybe relying on comedy is what made them yeah <laughs> especially like kind of rely on stereotypes yeah and stuff. yeah it's just like this the style of comedy it seems to be relying on here is like uh <laughs> um but i did like sort of like they had a couple of good jokes and i did like the sort of more serious moments where like they talk about you know war and stuff um so yeah i mean i think I think overall it's it's good, but it's dated for sure. <laughs> what did you think? Yeah. I was just, I was very surprised. <laughs> I was so surprised because uh, remember we watched that show Broadside? Yeah. And I feel like that show was way less. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it was like from the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, because it focused on the women more. I, I guess maybe it was that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, but there's um, also that theory that like the increasing sort of power of women, or like when feminism starts to build, then people actually like reactionarily, like media starts to, like denigrate women more. Sometimes, sometimes like there's supposed to be like a reaction thing that like I don't know I'm not a scholar of this but I've read a few articles that say that there's some sort of effect like that um so I don't know I'm just gonna do with that yeah no that that makes sense 1972 so um yeah but like you said there it like for me it was very well made very well written besides the you know the sexism <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah so like you I wanted to like it but I was just like woo I hope it gets uh, a little yeah. bit better <laughs> um I, I'm not rooting for any of these people really yeah that's true <laughs> like <laughs> Like I, I for some like I know you're supposed to hate Burns and Houlihan because they're like the conservatives and they're always tattling and stuff. But I'm like at least they have like the best relationship and they're not like harassing each other or whatever. They seem to have just like a normal relationship, but yeah. 
So there's this. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. (laughs) (laughs) Not like gleefully cheating on their wives or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) My wife loves me. Oh, darn. It's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the war is bad, mm-hmm. I guess. That's the yeah. point, but woo. <laughs> um I'll be inter- I'm interested to see when we uh you know eventually probably do the finale mm-hmm. how how the tone has changed. Oh, yeah. So the finale of MASH. And that was like the most watched. Yeah finale like i think 106 viewers there's a million viewers or yeah something like that so it'll be interesting to see it will um anything else on mash oh i had okay uh so uh, thank you for joining us this week on Comedy Co-Pilots. If you'd like to get in contact with us, our email is comedycopilots at gmail.com. And our Twitter is at comedypilots. And we'll see you next time with another episode. See you next time.